0: Hello and welcome back to the Wildcat Scoop podcast. I'm your host Shelby Shear here with
1: Jason Shear
0: and Arizona men's basketball has a pretty big game on Saturday, December 17th. They are going to be playing Tennessee at McHale
1: at wonderful bright and early 830 p.m.
0: It is a little bit late. It's also interesting because it's Tennessee and it's kind of a big game to be that late.
1: ESPN two. I don't know what time it is in Tennessee. Is that it's either a one or two hour difference? I don't know.
0: So ten thirty or eleven thirty. That's late. Yeah. Nobody in Tennessee is gonna watch it.
1: I guess no one will volunteer to watch Ooh, the Tennessee.
0: But um, And the other problem too is there are dry counties in Tennessee. So then you're like up, and you know that they're not at a bar.
1: I don't think Knoxville's dry. I'll tell
0: you that. Knoxville. I had relatives there from there. Actually, it is.
1: It's not dry, shopping.
0: Around that area it is. Right. And here's a fun fact. I believe Shelby County in Tennessee is a dry county. And that is where one of the Jack Daniels um, plants is located. So they can create the booze. They cannot sample it or sell it in that area. Thank you. There you go. Good fact for you. Um, so, yes, Arizona is having a big game. Uh, Jason is missing our family Christmas party in Phoenix, because of this game, I will be taking our daughters up to my father's side of the family for the big, every other year Christmas party, and we haven't done it since 2018 because of COVID, so Jason's really missing
1: out. I'll be there in spirit.
0: (laughs) He'll be there in spirit, and plus it's like, there's wine involved, like it's like a, a wine surprise thing, and like a white elephant, and you don't really drink, so... It's probably not up your alley, but we'll see. Anyway, Jason will be watching this really fun game at 830. Um, how unique of a matchup is this in terms of the style of play?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty unique. Not often do you have the Ken Palm number one offense versus the number one defense in Arizona likes to run. Tennessee doesn't care to run. Arizona is known for its offense. Tennessee's offense is terrible. Arizona struggles on defense. Tennessee's offense or defense is awesome. It is basically the polar opposite. Um, Arizona has not had a matchup quite like this this season. Um, It's it's very unique. I mean, it's almost Houston-esque. I want to say, but. Houston was a little was better offensively, a lot better offensively than Tennessee is this season. But Arizona um, Arizona's bigger. It's just it's a very, very different matchup and coaching philosophy styles and all that. And it's one that, um, you know, if you tried to put teams against each other in the top 25 or whatever, you'd be hard pressed to find a kind of a more opposite approach that both teams have.
0: Um, well, we kind of answered the question already, but what type of team is Tennessee?
1: Defense.
0: Defense.
1: If, if you are of the belief that defense wins championships. Um, Boo. Tennessee, defense is boring. Tennessee. Now, there are some interesting things about Tennessee, but we'll start with defense. Again, they're the number one defensive uh, team on Ken Palm. They're number one in effective field goal percentage. They allow teams to shoot a ridiculous 36.8%. That's just insane. Their turnover percentage is number three in the country at 27.4. They're number one in three-point defense, if you believe that's a thing. They're ninth in, in 2%. I'm sorry, yeah, they're ninth in 2%. They're 21st in the country in blocks. They're fourth in steals. Um, you know, they're they they're, they're good. <laughs> that's, that's defensively. They are absolutely awesome. Uh, They go for steals and blocks quite a bit. Mostly steals, but they're very aggressive. And they're going to have their hands in the lanes. They're going to deny. They're going to try to get into passing lanes and really make Arizona turn the ball over. Offensively, it's a different story. So they're a little better offensively, maybe on paper, than they really are. They're 48th on Ken Palm, but... Um, they do not shoot the ball well at all. They're 282nd, in effective field goal percentage. They turn the ball over quite a lot. They're 249th, but they're a really good offensive rebounding team. They're number two in the entire country in offensive rebounding. Um, They're not overly big, but they they really attack the glass. Duke is number one. Um, So they're a very good offensive rebounding team. They're decent defensive rebounding. They go to the line on offense. They're able to draw a lot of fouls, so most of their points come off the glass, the offensive glass, and not the free throw line because they're not good at threes. They're not good at twos. Um, they get you know shots blocked. They they turn the ball over, um, but they're actually number one in the country with uh, assist to field goal made. So they're they're not a an ISO type of team, um, but overall, I mean, it, it is their offense just isn't very good. Now, they have guys that can hurt you offensively, but when you look at their style of play, you're not coming in to go, man, Arizona's got major questions for Tennessee's offense. It is, how is Arizona going to score on Tennessee? Tennessee absolutely prides itself on the defensive side of the ball. They do not mind at all if the game gets ugly and the ball's not going in because they pride themselves on the fact that their defense will be good enough to win games. I mean, they've had ugly games this season that they've won um they've had ugly games that they've lost but you know Maryland they won a 56 to 53 game they beat Kansas and they only scored 64 points because they only let up 50 uh USC they only let up 66 points and that included an overtime butler they allowed 45 points i mean they don't allow very many points at all but they're still winning games because that defense is is just so good so that that's kind of you know what to expect from them it's it's they're going to make you defend offensively. They're, they they can shoot. They can get hot. But their strength is really considerably more on the defensive side of the ball.
0: Okay. um, What matchup are you looking forward to the mostest? Thanks,
1: Shelby, for asking. Um, You know, there's actually a, a few matchups that I think are interesting. I'm really curious to see um, Julian Phillips, small forward freshman who's played really well um against Pella Larson I think Pella has to play Julian pretty even if not have the advantage but Julian is 6'8 198 really long good rebounder Um, a good overall you know a, a pretty solid overall player his offensive rebound rate is really good he blocks shots um he he can he can go and so um you know Pella's gonna have to play well even though Julian Phillips is a freshman Tyree Key you know, he'll play the one and the two. He'll mostly play the two. Courtney Ramey versus Tyree Key. Tyree Key was a very big scorer at Indiana State. It has not happened yet for him. Um, and so I'm curious to see how Courtney Ramey and Tyree Key kind of go against each other. I mean, there's a bunch that I, I could really say, but mostly the backcourt. The frontcourt matchups aren't as intriguing because I think Arizona has a pretty big advantage there, which we'll get to in a minute. But overall, those those backcourt matchups, you know, Kirk Kreese over Siegler... Ziegler is small, but he's really aggressive defensively. Kirk cannot turn the ball over six times like he did last game or a couple games ago against Indiana. Um, he has to take better care of the ball because Tennessee will, will absolutely make him pay because they're going to be very aggressive on the ball when Kerr has it.
0: Speaking of Kerr, how is he feeling?
1: Yeah, I asked, and I, I was told he's fine. He'll play on Saturday, and... He's he's over whatever bug he had, and and there's no concern regarding his status.
0: Good. He okay.
1: The, he made the poopies, and he's good.
0: <sighs> Jason, nobody needed to hear that.
1: Everyone needed to hear it, Shelby.
0: That's.
1: You should see the message board. It's just one giant poop joke.
0: Ew. Poor guy. Just.
1: Jaden Delora had the Chipotle's. I asked her crease on Twitter where he ate. He wouldn't an answer. I'm mm. very, very curious. I think we need an investigation.
0: Okay, well, hopefully he is a hundred percent. Um so what matchup do you want to see Arizona take advantage of?
1: The front court. I, I think that's, you know, a Tennessee's bigs will foul. They will foul quite a bit. Um I let's see if I get this name right. But Olivier Nakamhua versus Julius Tubelis. Olivier is gonna gonna play good minutes. He's six, nine, two thirty six. good defender, but but Jew's better. he He's quicker. Uh, he's overall better. The, the biggest concern with Olivier is he blocks shots and he gets to the line. And so Julius is going to have to defend. Even though Olivier is not a big scorer, he can and he has the ability to get Zou into foul trouble. For me, the biggest thing is Umar Balo. So Euros Plavsic cannot guard U- Balo and he's not a threat offensively. He's seven one two sixty five, 265, but he's he's probably overall their their worst starter in my opinion. There is a sophomore they have named Jonas Adu, who's 6'11", 241, who I think is a better fit for this Arizona game. The key is, coincidentally, what we were just talking about, he missed the Maryland game with the flu. Um, so he is questionable. Should he play? I think that's a, a, a nice boost for Tennessee. I like him better than Plavsic. He's not as as big, but he's more athletic, not a big scorer. But uh, I, I think that the biggest matchup they need to take advantage of is is that power forward matchup i think zoo can can really if he the the issue that they're going to have is if zoo gets olivier into foul trouble they're going to have to play julian phillips at the four and they don't want to play julian phillips at the four because he has no chance of guarding and sometimes they go small they'll actually play jemima shack once in a while at the four but that's not working either if i'm arizona i'm trying to get olivier out of the game early because that changes everything for tennessee even if Jonas Adu is playing, it still kind of forces Tennessee to to match Arizona personnel, which Tennessee doesn't really want to do.
0: All right. And what are some of the other factors that you predict will come into play?
1: So Tennessee's bench is legit. Uh, I mean, you know, if uh, basically if if Jordan James is healthy, we don't know if he's healthy, but if he's healthy and plays. If Jonas Adu plays, that's that's a big boost for them. Santiago Viscovi is a guy that will play, but you know he he they'll play him at three a little bit. They'll play him at the two. You know where do they play him? Um, you know is he hot? Right. So he shoots a ton of threes. That's pretty much all he does is shoot threes. If he's not hitting, he's bad. He's just flat out not good. Um, if he isn't, if he is hitting. Arizona's in trouble because that's the the amount of threes he shoots is ridiculous. He also is very good at stealing the ball and playing the passing lanes. Him and Ziegler are among the top 40 in the country at doing that. Uh, I think that Arizona has, their bench doesn't have to outplay Tennessee's bench but it has to be ready for the challenge because Tennessee has a pretty solid bench in my opinion. They have a bunch of guys that can can give decent minutes They do Jordan James. You know, Meshach, even if he doesn't give a ton of minutes, is still good defensively. Um, You know, those are guys where is Boswell ready for this type of game? Is Henry Vasar ready for the physicality that we're going to see in this game? That to me is the biggest thing that'll come into play is, you know, in my opinion, you know, Courtney Ramey has seen physical games, right? He's ready for that type of game. It's just to me, um, you know or can they answer the chance because you know rick barnes is coming to the game saying you need to push arizona around as much as possible and that's something to me where you know henry basar he's a freshman colin Boswell's was a freshman courtney ramey's ready for it i think if i'm courtney ramey if i'm arizona i'm feeling good about courtney ramey in that role because the big 12 and he's used to being maybe more physical um but overall you know that that will probably make the difference of the game that to me is probably the biggest storyline. Is Arizona ready to match the overall um, physicality that Tennessee is going to bring? And then is Tennessee hot from the field? You know, the, it, we've seen teams that are shooting poorly come into McHale and uh, and go shit. So, you know, you, uh, you never know. So there you go. That to me is the key.
0: The keys to the game. Um, all right, well... We kind of know all of the nitty gritty details. What is your prediction, Jason Shear?
1: I, I think it's going to be one of those famous Arizona clenched butt games where you're watching and you don't feel good at any moment. But I think Arizona is going to win. I, I think that, you know, it, Tennessee doesn't have a guy like Fulkerson who's drawing fouls and getting. You know, Arizona's bigs out of the game early. Arizona, knocking wood, is it going to fall down 16-2 to to start the game. This game's at McHale. It's sold out. This is very clearly a game that Arizona has been looking forward to since last year. I like Arizona. I just think that they, they answer the challenge, and, and Tennessee isn't good enough um, offensively to win this game.
0: Okay. Yep. I think it's definitely going to come down on the wire. It's not going to necessarily be... Easy peasy, but.
1: It's not going to be high scoring, I'll tell you that.
0: Cardiac cats. Oh, look at you. There we go.
1: And it's a stripe out, so I got to wear the right The, the right, right colors, color. You know?
0: I think you should wear purple in a sea of white.
1: What happens if I wear just a bright orange shirt?
0: Uh, well. People attack me. Arizona fans. I don't own an orange shirt. Are very nice people. Unlike Indiana fans.
1: I don't own an orange shirt now that I think about it.
0: We don't have any orange clothing in this household because I don't like the color orange. Wow. Shelby
1: on Halloween doesn't even have pumpkins because they're orange. Shelby literally doesn't even eat oranges.
0: Okay, that's a little extreme. I just don't like orange clothes.
1: Wow. You heard it here first, folks. So, with that being said, big game. Big game.
0: Huge. Huge. Huge (laughs) game. Um, There's also... Some football-y things that happened today. <coughs>
1: yes, yeah, so, so I'm choking. i got to drink water. Shall we just talk to the people? Do,
0: do, 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 Arizona do, got a commitment. Oh, okay. Sorry, we're back.
1: For Malachi Riley, three-star wide receiver. Um, I will say that I am fully geared for a ridiculous weekend. Uh, I believe Arizona, it is very possible we'll get a commitment on Saturday. We'll get a commitment on Sunday. Could get a commitment on monday signing day on wednesday this basketball game it's a busy weekend man
0: Very busy. we're gonna weekend. have a
1: pre-signing day podcast for football that's why i'm not completely diving into Ba-ba. it because if Ba-ba. i talk about one commitment i gotta talk about all of them and there's more coming also oh and emmanuel carnley a cornerback oh, committed right today so i don't want to just say they got two commitments today and lost one to michigan state it's all happening
0: also, the um, Patriots were here practicing this week.
1: I tried out. I didn't get it.
0: And that I was always good for recruiting. Yeah, what do you know? Bill when, Belichick says when, Jed Fish is awesome. When you have
1: a bunch of transfers on campus and they go to the football office, and oh, look, there's the New England Patriots in the football office. Would you guys like to take pictures? And we saw a couple pictures with the Flows and Mac Jones starting quarterback for the Patriots and all that. So. Yeah, that doesn't, that doesn't hurt. And Arizona has an official visitor, Jamari Phillips. Really, really, really good player on campus for the Tennessee game. Carter Bryant was unable to make it. His family was actually in a car accident. Oh, no. Um, they're doing well, but I don't know if he's listening, but everyone give big ups to Carter Bryant for doing well and hanging in there, but they will have to reschedule. So thoughts with great family. Um, thankfully, no one injured, but yeah, Phillips is still on campus, and that's a big one, and Arizona's going to put their best foot forward and and, and probably make a, a very nice impression. We'll just say that.
0: Nice. Well, that's a great position to be in if you're trying to recruit all these top-level kiddos. Oh, my kiddos. God. I said kiddos. You're old. I'm old. Uh, there is one little, little note to close the podcast. Did you want to tell everyone or do you want me to tell everyone?
1: I'm not telling anyone either.
0: Just to, you know, without going into details... Um, we are having a little bit of a family emergency this weekend. We have a relative in the hospital. So if you do not get your news necessarily right on time or, you know, in the timely fashion that you're, you're kind of used to from Jason, uh, please go easy on him because it is, uh, his father. So we are optimistic. There are, are some signs that are pointing to him recovering, but for right now, we're kind of waiting on some tests and pins and needles and all that fun stuff. So uh, Jason's still chugging along, but he's uh, not as, you know, able to be on top of the ball this weekend. So just that's my little note to all of you, to please be nice, (laughs) and I know you will be. And Jason is not talking at all. So I guess I'm just going to close out here.
1: Bear <clears> down, everybody. Bear down. <laughs> the biggest reason I'm upset about missing the party, she'll be over under 15 bottles of wine.
0: Oh, definitely over.
1: Yeah. All
0: red eat. wine, by the way.
1: At our wedding, her family drank so much wine, there were multiple aunts with purple teeth.
0: It was great. Yeah, we had to an order. my dad had to up the order of yeah, the wine.
1: That's how her family rolls. So. Yep. Yeah. Boom
0: in vino veritas